Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the AT. Best car ahead here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 and the 7 and Xfinity Series. And alongside of me is the Brett Griffin. What's up? Spotter with uh, Clint Boyer, Elliott Sadler. And uh, it's good to be here. And also joining us today is the one and only Kristen Bauer. Hey guys, uh, I just wanted to give you my brief background so you know that I'm not just some random stranger off the street. I was with uh, NASCAR Corporate for seven years and Mobile One for two, so I don't have as much experience as these two guys next to me. But it's your second um, week with us, so you're actually the first female to make it back in consecutive yeah. weeks. I just True. really love playing umpire between the two of you. Umpire? I was wondering what she was going to say right there. I, that's <laughs> That is, uh, I you know, since you said it, I don't have to. So what you're basically saying is you have a professional background unlike TJ. I sure do. Yeah. What'd you go to school for? French and poli-sci. French what? <laughs> Kissing? <laughs> French languages. What was the second thing? You can speak, <clears throat> political you can science. speak French? I Wait, used to. What'd you call that for short terms? Po- poli-sci. <laughs> How do you say spotter in French? I yeah. don't know. You studied French. <laughs> That was 10 years? I graduated 10 years ago. Well, so did I. Actually, more than that. Yeah. All right. So, (laughs) moving on here now. We should have a pretty good show today. Um, Today's show is brought to us by One Main. Uh, Great sponsor. Had a great debut in Daytona. Finished fourth with Elliott Sadler. So, those guys ended up in victory lane with Chase Elliott and Associate on that car. So, One Main has a lot of good things going on right now. And probably the best one is presenting this show to these millions of people that are listening. Millions of worldwide. people. We're worldwide by now. Like Prestige. Week three. Worldwide. <laughs> yes. Worldwide. Yes. Hey, so before we get into it, to the BS session, I think you two should quickly explain what a spotter is and how you both got to be where you are. So, well, <clears throat> how we watch race cars go around in circles. Kind of. I mean, put it put it bluntly, we basically just watch guys go around in circles. Yeah, I mean, I think our official answer is we're, we're <laughs> mandated by NASCAR to be on yeah. the roof in order for our car to be on the racetrack. So they install us as a safety device. Because tool. Safety tool. Safety tool. 
you definitely fit that <laughs> definition better than device. So uh, we're, we're up there to keep the drivers safe, to keep the cars safe, to keep the other competitors safe, to keep the pit crew guys safe. So all in all, we just make the race safer because NASCAR can deliver messages to our drivers through us. We listen to NASCAR on another channel and then talk to our race team on uh, on another channel to, to deliver that information. But ultimately, we're paid by the race team. So I'll let TJ tell you what that side of the job consists of. Well, <clears throat> I just recently started to get get paid here. Um, unlike Brett, who's been getting paid for about 10 years, I used to do it for free and for fun because I love my job. And um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, we're there just like Brett said, ma- main thing safety. And then as a, you know, a driver, it's become more and more leaned on us to help the driver make better decisions throughout the race, smarter decisions, run faster lap times, what other guys are doing to find speed. Um, there is the competition level has gone up and up and up and everybody wants that little bit of an edge so everyone just wants more info more info and um that's kind of what we've uh been asked to do but how'd you guys get involved in it i mean who asked you how'd you get started how'd you get up there are we all sick yeah i'm not sick i got i'm pumping echinacea through I got me three kids and a bunch you of study poli sci so <laughs> people that study poli sci probably don't get sick as much but uh all right i got started um most people probably already know a little bit of the story. I met Dell Jr. playing video games in like 1997 and raced myself for a handful of years, came down here, raced some more. Um, he heard me. I started doing some spotting for like Boris Said and stuff at road courses when I was working in the shop and they found out that I was actually pretty good at spotting, which I don't know if that's good or bad, but went from doing that Boris to... Boris Said's uh, performance definitely showed how good you were. Boy, <laughs> he, he ran good at the... It was the road courses, and that's when he drove that... Spotters he ran good. super important there, yeah. I will bet my <laughs> average road course finish with Boris was probably better than yours back then. You okay. need, like, a Hubble I telescope. I would be glad to compare Elliott's Sonoma finishes to Boris Said's any day. I know uh, Boris yeah. hasn't raced in a while, but, well, We yeah. got the Glenn, too. Yeah. I, he's not... Elliott wasn't a great How do you even Glenn, spot at so. a road course? Oh, you tell them what's going on. You tell yeah, them. Yeah, it's actually pretty busy. Yeah. Like Sonoma. Sonoma's wild because there's only one yeah. of us, so we spot the entire track. Uh, Sonoma's like the new Bristol. You know, people are wrecking each other. And yeah, it's actually one of my favorite races, to be honest with you. Yeah, Sonoma is. It's 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 awesome. But and you can anyway, see the entire track from up there. Yeah, all yeah. except for the last corner, basically. You can see most of it, but you can't see the exit mm-hmm. of it. But um. You know, after uh, after I led Boris all those solid finishes, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I moved up a little bit and uh, started spot for Joe Nemechek and Dale Jr. Actually got a chance to hear me when they started their Xfinity team. I did the first race for Junior Motorsports and he called me over to his bus the next morning um, and asked me to come over there and see him for a minute. So I went over there and he asked me if I would ever be interested in going to work with him. So it took until he went to Hendrick to be able to go work with him and i've just been with him ever since so your first year with him was at hendrick we actually i was having full a year. conversation yeah my well no i was actually full time before him but my first full year yeah with no, him. i mean you did yeah. sterling you did some other guys but you ended yeah. up, your, your first full season was when dale jr left dei and went to hendrick. that wasn't my first full season spotting i know but, first but with, full him. Season with him with yeah, him yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. 2007 i think yeah. maybe roughly cool so well, I mean, spotting at Daytona, we talked about that on last week's show, you know, how, how important of a role that we played. I mean, what did you think of the Daytona 500? Um, I thought it was a good race. Uh, I liked it. I don't. I really wish we ran the duels in the daytime so we could actually have more of a reading on our cars and stuff. Uh, I really would really would like to run those during the day, but our car was good. We just needed to get a couple adjustments in it, and I don't think he was 
nobody was going to get up there and bust those Gibbs cars up. It was going to take a it was going to take three or four car effort to really stick together, and and it didn't seem like anybody was really willing to, willing to do that. Um, so we kind of got trapped back there, 12th to 15th a lot, and we made some ground up at the end there. And he was actually making some pretty strong moves at the end, getting ready. I think we were I think we were going to be a factor in the race. Uh, I think we were getting ready to to um, make it interesting and. I uh, just kind of went downhill out yeah, of four. And what but, happened? I mean, I think everybody's got their perspective, but from your perspective, what well, happened? Well, I saw what he was doing. That's it. He was just working the air on the outside, and he's obviously one of the best at doing it, and he didn't want to do it all day because it just take the risk all day. No sense in doing it a lap 100 on a 200-lap race. And he was trying to get to the quarter panel of the three-car off the corner. Um, he was trying to get down to that three-car and just had a little too much wheel and knew it, and it just snapped loose on him. And Yeah, I mean, I, I don't recall – us seeing a lot of single car spins at Daytona since the repave. So for, for me as a spotter, it's good to see handling factor back oh, yeah. into that race. I yeah, mean, Chase I like Elliott it. wrecked by himself. No surprise there. He's a rookie, first time in the draft. But if yeah. that track has a lot of grip, he doesn't do that. You know, second second guy, Dale Jr., obviously, you know, Daytona 500 winner multiple well, Harvick, times. Harvick saved his. You know, Har- Harvick wrecks his out of yeah, four. Yeah, he saved his. Um, I mean, just a bunch of guys were wrecking on their own. So I think well, they that, were fighting it, man. I think that That's tells awesome. us it tells the teams what kind of cars they're going to have to bring back for the 500 with with downforce and grip. Because we go back to Daytona in July and it's it's nighttime. There'll be a ton of grip. We won't see that. Yeah, kind we of won't race. have that. They won't. They'll be. You could see them off of turn four. They. You could probably watch the whole race. You probably could have stood on the yellow line out of four in person and not got hit yeah. all day because yeah. they, they Tight, were using them. Yeah. Nobody could run the line off the corner like you could in the duels and stuff. you just come off and you could hold it down on the line. You couldn't do that in that race. So yeah. I liked it. I'm ready to go back there and do it again. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw our ratings were down. That's disappointing. I think that uh, a few things you can contribute that to. Tony Stewart wasn't in the race. He's a big deal. Jeff Gordon retires. It's a big deal. And, and quite frankly, I think some of the fans are just sick of all the changes, you know. I mean, we changed overtime rules, green-white checker rules, restart rules. It's confusing that, if you're not in the sport. Even yeah, someone like confusing. me who's been in it for 10 years. Even the years. truck race was kind of a learning experience for me because we had that 20-minute clock, which yeah. was kind of cool. It was actually kind of interesting because you were trying to decide when you were going to hit pit road, and it actually caused a wreck because everybody was trying to get to pit road that one time. It actually bred a caution, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting. The truck series is the perfect place to try it with, at least. I yeah, mean, I agree. I, I just think in general, we've got a good product. You know, we've got a great race. How about just, the people? Just leave it alone, man. Just stop making the changes. What on the, in the grass on the front stretch before the race? Oh, yeah, tons, man. Yeah, it was Heck. awesome to see We had 101,000 people there. And they put on. we put on a great show, but I just yeah. think the momentum carrying into the new season next year, just leave everything alone. Yeah, I think you we know? need to calm down with the changes and yeah. just ride it out for a while. During the Daytona 500, uh, I actually looked to my right, and I saw you coming back from what I'm guessing was either the elevator or the bathroom, and that was like lap 10. Like bladder problems much, or what's your deal there? Hydrating too much? Well, we Why don't you guys wear I think that was there? right after we took the lead, and I figured it was over. Uh, it was so. over <laughs> shortly after that. <laughs> well. Uh. Are there bathrooms up there? Yeah. Thank oh. God here. You yeah. got like a lounge you can go it's grab a It's way snack? better here. No. So how many m- times do you pee during a race, man? What's your, depends. Uh, what's your over-under? If there's a good yellow flag, I'll just go just to make sure. Because I'll tell you what happened. One time, this is probably seven or eight years ago. You're young we, for prostate problems. Well, dude, I just drink too much. Okay. I just drink too much. Okay. Not alcohol. I'm I worried just drink. about you. This is friend to a friend right here. I just drink too much. Okay. So I how old are you? Should you go to your doctor for your yearly physical? Yeah. Is that 40? I'm not 40 yet. I'm not 40. So we'll hold off on that one. Um, 
I had to go really bad during the race. And I was like, all right, I'll be fine. You know, we'll get a yellow here. That thing went like three straight green flag oh. runs. Yeah, and I, I really was considering just going, like yeah. being done with it. Like I was looking for a bottle, and I was going to go right there and just go. So, Do you tell Dale when you have to go? Uh, I let the. I usually say I'll be back in a minute. They know. Okay. So it's only under yellow after you make your pit stop, and the lucky dog's already going around and stuff. So if he can't ride around under yellow for a couple laps, or not even a lap, like a lap there, not even a lap. So, um, but yeah, that all. So if there's an opportunity, and I even know, and it was hot there, so I drank We're a little bit. We're freaking athletes up there. We have to hydrate. We are athletes. I'm an athlete. You guys are going like. There's I, only 40 of us in the world. We're elite athletes, yes. actually. So I just take the opportunity and go. Even if I don't even really have to go, I'll just go to make sure because I'm never getting back in that scenario that I was in where I was really just getting ready to go. It was bad. Are Maybe there any girls bad. up there? Is it any no. women? It's all men? <laughs> no. You know how long it takes a girl, the girls line to form and finish <laughs> during a two-minute Dude, imagine, imagine leaving guys, downtown Charlotte after drinking until 2 a.m., yeah. Riding home, riding all the way to Mooresville, yeah. driving back to Charlotte, and then driving back home without ha- without stopping for the bathroom. Yeah. You would explode. That's yeah. what I felt like. I yeah, felt you like guys I are making me have to pee. We got to change I know. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, man. All right. Let's get into the fast lane. What so is the fast lane? Let me give you a quick overview of what it is. I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate, and we're going to alternate who responds first. Each person will get 30 seconds to voice their opinion, and then whoever responded first will get a 30-second rebuttal. Four of the topics will pertain to racing, and two of them will be what we consider off-the-wall non-racing topics. You ready? Re-what? Re-what? What? Rebuttal. What? Oh, brother. That's too big a word. Poly-sci French word right there. No kidding. <laughs> All right. First question. Here we go. In the Xfinity race this past Saturday in Daytona, Junior Motorsports took three of the top four spots. TJ, what do you think? That's awesome. We've left there with a huge debt before. With as far as uh, junior motorsports, we've left there with <laughs> three or four wrecked race cars, and that's not cheap. So it's really good to come out of there and see the cars run strong all day and be up front and uh, have a solid finishes for everybody. That's all you got. Well, what else do you want me to say? You got thirty seconds. You took like fifteen. Dang. Strong outing, strong debut for JRM for the 2016 season. Obviously, bringing home three of the top four. Uh, huge Casey Kane fan. Love a guy to death as a friend. A little bit disappointed with him in the closing laps that he kept staying committed to the 22 car to the point that he did because I felt like if he had had bailed away from the 22, you got to get the best car out of the draft. Otherwise, he's going to take you up there and dump you and win the race, which he almost did anyway. Thankfully, Chase held him off. But man, I, I really wanted to see a one-two-three finish with JRM cars. Super close. One main brought home a fourth, and uh, man, all in all, a great week. I mean, do I? Do you need some tissues here? The guy's trying to win a race, man. What's he supposed to do? Throw the anchor out and let the guy not push a guy? His chance to win was following that guy up there and take the victory. I mean, that's the guy wants to win. I don't blame a guy for wanting to win. Casey needs some pumped up a little bit for the season, man. He's been had a had a rough go at it last year. So go Casey. Question two, in the Daytona 500 on Sunday, let's hit on Denny Hamlin's final lap. Brett, you predicted this outcome last week on door bumper clear, and TJ tried to weasel out of the question and start talking about gremlins. So before I get to my 30 seconds, can we cue my clip from last week? <coughs> Denny Hamlin, the Gibbs cars in general were, were stupid strong. We touched on that earlier. And uh, Denny is one of the best plate racers. I mean, we saw him kind of invent the tandem at Talladega. 
We've seen him win, you know, several Sprint Unlimited races. And I think, you know, him winning the Unlimited and the 500 this year is the first time that's been done since, like, Dale Jarrett way back in the day. So no doubt how good of a race car driver and a plate racer Denny Hamlin is. And now he's got a Daytona 500 championship to add to his portfolio. Yeah, I don't, not a huge fan of it. So, blah, I just about threw up in my mouth there a second ago. But it is what it is. You can't take away from him he is a really good plate racer uh he, he ran good all week he was fast all week all speed weeks he was fast he normally is um the gibbs cars came out with a plan and they stuck to it and it worked out i'm not i think matt kenseth or truex probably had a better shot at winning that race uh they definitely made some mistakes right there at least kenseth did at the end he should have won that race but part of it kenseth didn't have his normal spotter i think that may have hurt him off four then he made a hell of a move shooting the middle by the time Matt knew it and came down, you know, Matt got hit and made a heck of a save. But, man, Denny Hamlin made the move out of four to get in position to win. Then he side-drafted perfectly to execute that to beat Martin back to the line. Tremendous Daytona 500. We all have to wait 51 weeks to get another shot at it. And that's one race where finishing second on back, you literally go home sad because you know you got to wait another year to have a shot. So touching on what you guys were talking about, how do you feel about the Toyota as a manufacturer dominating the 500? Uh, the Toyotas, like I said, they had a game plan. They stuck to it, and it was really annoying to be stuck behind it. Um, wasn't a huge fan of being back there behind it, but they worked together. Five cars working together, five fast cars, and five smart drivers that stay dedicated to each other. And um, you know, I, I think it, I think it also might have cost them the win, but hey, man, they did it right. I mean, Toyota's first Daytona 500, they've sunk hundreds of millions of dollars into this sport in a relatively short amount of time to Americanize their brand. And what better way to Americanize a foreign brand than to be able to win the great American race? So despite what we may or may not agree with from a brand standpoint, for, for those guys from a marketing standpoint, home run, Daytona 500 champions, big deal. I think um, they're dominating also – cost i think i think they also were afraid to kind of race each other at the end except for denny i think uh truex could have had a better shot at winning that race had he had pulled out um i think their their commitment to each other also hurt the guys up front the guy that was aggressive won the race and he wasn't afraid to make it a daring move that could have wiped out all four or five of them at one in one one move but i think it uh won them the race and i also think it cost a few of them the race Let's talk about Daytona's quote-unquote slippery track. Brett, I think I saw you tweeting about this. You want to elaborate? Yeah, I mean, before the race, I basically sent out a tweet that said, it's going to be hot, it's going to be slick, and we haven't been in these conditions in the cup cars since we've been here. And and when you look back at the Unlimited and you look back at the duels, they're, they're both run at night. The track is cool. The track has a lot of grip. And when you start the Daytona 500 and it's 75 degrees with a track temp probably around 90 degrees, all of those oils are going to come up from the asphalt and make it super slick. And that's why we saw single car wrecks. We didn't have the big one, so obviously those guys were on their P's and Q's in the draft, but we've not seen single cars wreck. Yeah, it was definitely slick. Like he said, there's we, we, had, we had some daytime practices, but nobody it was the time nobody's going to go out there and tear up their 500 car in them. We need to... We need a solid race with 30, 25, 30 cars in it to, to get during the day and them conditions more like a Thursday. You know, nobody practices after Thursday in a big pack. You might run with your teammates five or six cars, if that. We made single car runs, and it's probably hurt us in the long run, but, you know, it's just a product of what we've had. 
we had a slick track. It was the same for everybody, which is the good news. The bad news is nobody knew what to expect. So when the when the green flag dropped and we all got 20 laps on our tires and those guys were tied off and loose through the center and, and we see Chase Elliott, the pole sitter, wrecking, uh, Dale Jr. wrecking by himself, you know, Kevin Harvick making a tremendous save not to wreck, that's a product of the track. And in order for us to make it a better race, we're going to have to have practice in real life conditions, race conditions. All right, the first off-the-wall topic is to TJ. How about Dale Jr.'s piano playing skills? Oh, his piano playing skills. I was more interested in the vacuum cleaner that he had out. Um, you know, <laughs> you know when you, I guess when you get to that stage in your life, you buy pianos that play themselves, so that's pretty cool. But I was uh, more, more intrigued that he was vacuuming. I didn't. I didn't know Dale Jr. played the piano. It was a Twitter video. Uh, they he post- don't. He doesn't really play play he the was, piano. It looked like he was playing a piano, but <clears throat> oh. it was playing itself. And then he I got up that. and it was still I playing. I missed that video. Then so. he he got up and it was still playing. But he, you, you would think oh. he was playing, but he he's not a piano player. Can he sing? No. No. I I can't play or sing. I can dance <laughs> and rap. You can rap. <laughs> The second off-the-wall topic, I want to know who you think is the best country music singer of all time, Brett. Best country music singer of all time. It's a real shame Michael Jackson didn't sing country music. So (laughs) since he can't be eligible, man, it's a hard, hard, hard choice to say George Strait or George Strait. So I'm definitely going with George Strait. Love that guy. My country singing knowledge is really, really low. It's like the Westminster Dog Show knowledge for Brett. Yeah, pretty much. Or like Poli Sci. I don't know a lot <laughs> about Poli Sci either, but uh, I don't know. I really um, – Tim McGraw, can I go with him? He's got a lot of – you could buy a CD of his, and it's got like 30 songs that you might know. Garth Brooks. Who are the ladies like, Garth? Whoever all the hot women like, that's who I'll go with. He's kind of like 90s, 2000s, right? No. Aren't you? Ooh. <laughs> did you hit did the he, wrong did button? He just say, did he just say that Tim McGraw is the best country music singer ever? Dude, that's like embarrassing. I, I, to, but to I started with music. I started with I don't know a lot about country. There, I don't. George Strait's the man. I'm trying to play something. Does he sing? Ca- sing crazy dreams. Listen you, to that. You're right. You can't sing. God, that guy's a legend. Great, so, great fast lane topic, Kristen. You came with something I knew something. So wait about. a minute, wait hey, a I've minute. been in a country wait. music video. Old Red. Anybody ever what? heard of that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That goes yeah. on Twitter today. I've been. In, I'm gonna find a picture. I was. I've been in a video too, man. It was a Matthew Good video with a gnome. When you <laughs> just started been gnome. in a video, I got worried. And I'm glad you. Well, came you back know for that. You saw them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've got the video on my phone. Actually, I'll show y'all. Of me? No. <laughs> no. There's no videos of you on my phone. Uh, no. Nah. Oh, man. You guys want to do word association? No, I want to ask him. What is word association? So I'm going to say six words and alternate between the two of you where you have to quickly say the first thing that comes to mind. No thinking about it like last week. Brett, you're going first, okay? This is going to piss people off, but yeah. Sunglasses. Uh, Stevie Wonder. TJ, spaghetti. Moms. Brett, pole. Danica. (laughs) TJ, highlighter. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I don't Brett, think of nothing. Banana. Oh, geez, TJ. Easy. <laughs> TJ's easy mouth. Brett. Easy, Brett. You're getting excited. TJ. Gray. This wall. <laughs> okay. 
That was great. Once again, that was real gray. crowd pleaser. Was that that was gray. <laughs> what in the hell am I going to think about when you say highlighter? <laughs> <laughs> French polysa. I don't think of anything when you say highlighter. I use highlighters every day. But you don't use like papers. You're not like no, in an office I shuffling things no, around. No, I'm not shuffling. I don't shuffle. Thanks for wearing uh, shoes today. Yeah. You and know, thanks for wearing your... Are you going to wear them this weekend? Probably. Yeah. You better. Yeah. It's supposed to but be I mean, kind of cold. These have a different kind of fur. Look at that. Oh, Holy my gosh, dude. Yeah. They're turned down right now. You got... You Wait till I turn up. Boots with the fur. My shoes even turn up. You got apple bottom jeans, too? <laughs> yeah. You... <laughs> Oh. Look like you got a chihuahua wrapped around your ankle. <laughs> I know. Fur feels good. All right, so I, I got a rant I want to go on, and I think that TJ may be in support of my rant. My blood pressure is going up just thinking about it. So during the Xfinity race, we're not allowed to tandem draft. Tandem draft for you newbies means the two cars cannot lock together and form as one. There's a 120-lap race, and for 80 laps, they allow Joy Logano to be tandem with cars to make moves. Now, that's not up to Joey to to be in violation of the rule or in compliance. He's trying to go as fast as he can go, which is what race car drivers do. NASCAR's job is to officiate the tandem. And we were told in driver's meeting, we were told on the radio numerous times, you cannot tandem draft. Yet we saw Logano use David Starr in the 44 for 15-plus consecutive laps. That was on the outside of us the whole time. I was hollering about it. They were going to lose the draft. They were going to lose the lead draft. Joey Logano got tandem with him, brought him back to the lead packet, took him 15 laps to do it. And we're talking David Starr here. Yes. David Starr. He pushed David Starr to 10th, and then he moved out from behind David Starr, and David Starr lost the draft. Not not to mention that, like – David Starr, that dude can't walk to his refrigerator without hitting something, and he's outside of us for all them laps. I was nervous as hell, man. Yeah. So, so if if I'm at a basketball game and the guy dribbling just picks up the ball at half court, and well, runs they do, and does a layup. <laughs> it's basically, you what know, they, do. They, they 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 call it traveling violation. So my, we either have to do away with this tandem rule and allow it, or we have to actually enforce it. Because I was put at a disadvantage at the end of the race because they allowed the tandem once again. Casey and the 22 were tandem on the outside. Chase made the block, broke him up, which was what he needed to do. Then Logano gets tandem with Chase, and they go out front and win. win. You make it sound like this tandem cost you the win. The tandem definitely cost me a shot. I took the lead off of two, Mm -hmm. and tandem changed that outcome of the race. Now, they want to fuss about drivers changing the outcomes of races by wrecking people. How about don't change the outcome of the race by enforcing rules? Either enforce the rule or don't enforce the rule. All right, Atlanta, what do you got? Uh, Top one and two, bottom three and four. That's where we'll be at. Uh, I don't know. Looking forward to it. This is the tr- first true test of where the gains have been made for downforce in the off seasons coming up. Gibbs cars have been fast a mile and a half, so I expect them to be fast. But now it's time to see what everyone else has gained or if they've lost any. So it's uh, going to be interesting. Team Valence. Um, hashtag Team Valence. Hashtag. Yeah, I'm all for it. That's what I used to do, too, on Sunday mornings when I started spotting. That was my job Sunday morning, put new Valence on the car and stuff. They never up. let me touch the car. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Bloody Marys. Can I please get Bloody Marys on the show? Bloody Mary bar. Bring one. Yeah, can I? Make producer Josh do it. Yeah. Yeah. You want a flower for the top? I'm done with the two of you. (laughs) All right. See you guys next week. Holla. Appreciate you listening to Door Bumper Clear. Thanks to the guys at One Main for presenting this wonderful show. And uh, TJ, man, I'll see you in Atlanta. Yeah, thanks for coming and hanging out. Thanks, One Main. Thanks, Kristen, for coming by and being a co-host. 
come back next week, please. I, yeah. We can't keep making changes. We need co-hosts. Josh, come back next week. <laughs> Will we, do. Okay. Holla, I'm out. Bye, See everyone. Ya. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear. Brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 